Did it sound like you were jerking off? Because I was. Welcome, everybody, to the Skull Hunter Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor, your all-in-one platform needs for your podcast. Get your podcast started today. Joining us today on the Skull Hunter Podcast, we have the amazing uh, beardless man, Joseph, everybody. And we have... I've never been this long without my phone. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and last but not least, we have the bearded devil, lemonade, sipping, Mountain Dew, throwing... Charles, everybody. <laughs> I, hey, 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 hey. I, I didn't sit there and get a couple hundred views for throwing Mountain Dew in a trash can. So, you know, I think that was pretty damn accurate. Thank you very much. Uh, well, but, I couldn't burp on command freaking like I wanted to, so I had to do something. Dude, you can't, dude, that's a, that's a weird thing I can do. Some people can, like, fart or sneeze on command. I can burp on command, and it's, Nah, it's great, but it's not like a and a whole entire thing. It's just like a, and then I'm like, oh, okay, that's not manly. <laughs> when people are at a bar going, and I'm going, <laughs> some of them like they're on the verge of retching or something. Like, yeah, like <laughs> trying to do a heavy metal voice. Oh, dude, I I, they, I don't do this too often anymore. But like, if I drink like a carbonated um, beverage. And then I and I bend my my tongue so that the underside is locked underneath the top side of my tooth. I can like shoot a projectile, sh- or shoot water out of the underside of my tongue. You fucking lizard! <laughs> what <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, I, I was so I was so proud of myself that if we ever got together and played Pokemon, I would have Squirtle <laughs> dibs. <laughs> Uh, I, man, it's like I, a limited thing. Like it's like a because uh, I I can't just do it. So it's not like an on command thing. Like I would have to have uh, I, uh, soda oh on me just to. Get, I don't know the car. It's like the carbon and there's a reaction. and my tongue just goes. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll get to your thing in a minute. Is that new? Nope, I've had this. And it's from that one fake podcast yeah. that me, Joseph, and um, James did that one time where like Joseph liked to figure said something about where he called this thing a huge rail gun and something and he was talking about how you like this tiny little dark guy and everything and I'm still trying to figure out why that's not on your channel the podcast channel anymore I, I don't know I think I some wasn't... of the episodes were just lost to the ether I, I, don't, I don't know maybe maybe you might have um, shot it away I honestly I don't know um, as we all know James is, was the original co-host for this podcast and uh, he's out getting that milk maybe one day dad please come home uh, now back to the Squirtle thing. Um, so what you're saying is, if you if you did that on me, that means I made you squirt. Well, okay. I mean, I I'm gonna attempt to answer the question in earnest, which is, how, you would for one, I made you wet, so there's that, but yeah. also. Uh, Every Tuesday. How do you how do you make me exactly? Like you can you can ask me to do it and I'll do it, but are you gonna like gunpoint? Because trust me, it's not gonna come to that. Well, if I if I visit you, I legally can't. Um, so trying to think if if you come down here, I probably could do a gunpoint. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's 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 great. That's exactly how I want to. <laughs> oh, welcome to the United States. <gasps> Squirt. <laughs> Just, just uh, I see my friend for the first time, and then she's like hugs and stuff. I point a fucking gun at him, saying, "Squirt for me, make me wet." 
<laughs> hey, welcome to the Skull Hunter podcast, everybody. Um, this podcast is brought to you by Anchor. You're oh, no, <laughs> uh, no, no, Anchor. Uh, Anchor might have uh, discontinued now. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, if uh, if you're in Audio Land, you will hear much more about them later on. Uh, but yeah, if if you if you came here for serious news, you came to the wrong place. And trust me, when I say came, you came to the right place. But wrong for news. Don't don't ever come here for actual knowledge. Uh, come here for our wise words, our jokes, our laughs, and to talk about all weeks. Uh, so as we know right now, I'm really excited to hear uh, a little bit more about this. I don't know if it was told to me in secret or not, but we're just going to get it out there. Um, Joseph actually has an update for the week. Well, the weeks, because we didn't do the podcast last week. I'm sorry for those who uh, were hoping to hear our beautiful voices. Uh, we didn't do the podcast last week, but there's been some updates in his um, in his path to uh, success. Maintaining my current lifestyle. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but, you know, okay. Yeah. So I, I would yeah, love so, to dive in that for a minute. Uh, I got a job, and then I got another. I got another. Are you working three jobs at once? On top of the several other ones that I uh, also have. So I can kind of, <clears throat> I can kind of cheese it a little bit because like a contract can also be a job, and a job mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily have to be like, like ten hours, fifteen hours, twenty hours. I mean, sometimes it's like oh, a couple of hours a week. Some of them you only hear from them for for a little bit throughout the month. But like I, I, I locked, I landed uh, some, um, some consistent work. And uh, one of them very much is a job in uh, the traditional sense. So because I'm a liability, I'm only going to say so much about it. But the the job is to help people write their resumes. So my job is to have an interview with them, ask them questions, and help them to uh, revise their resumes so they can get a job that they're looking for. And so I did a I did a call with them today, and more of them are being booked. And so it's consistent work. And like, not the best I've ever been paid, but you know, I'll I'll take a pay cut if there's no grief. <laughs> like not like you know, make, yeah, I get make twice as much money, but if there's grief involved, forget about it. Uh, and then I had another call today with a different uh, person altogether who's doing like a, a Web three agency, so very much in like the crypto DeFi blockchain space. Uh-huh. And they were looking for a podcast host, and they want me to do it. So I'll be back on doing my podcast hosting thing. And yeah. Um, Got a couple of small contracts. Things are steadily growing with some of the other media people that I'm working with. And I hadn't I hadn't applied for any work for about a month and a half, but I'm probably going to do another round or two of just like another wave of of uh, applications just in case something falls apart or something doesn't work out. Makes sense. Just in case. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was nice to not only uh, have some good news, but to look at my phone and be like, oh, shit, that's another <laughs> job offer, isn't it? Oh, I might have gone too far. <laughs> to, to 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 go from scarcity to abundance was uh was was the the highlight of my week. So yeah, it it feels a lot better. It really feels it just feels like the sun's coming up. You know, yeah, it's nice. This sounds like an ass, but do you ever see any notica- notifications from whenever I upload a video on YouTube? Yeah. Um. On it, like. Let's let's try this out right now. I'm just gonna pop on the YouTube for a second. So when you say notifications, are you talking about like the bell notifications? Like if you see that if I upload a video, there's a pop, there's a thing show up on your phone that says that shows it. No, like I, I, I I'm pretty light on notifications. Like, 
um, especially with uh, especially with emails. I've unsubscribed to basically anything that's not you're hired because I just I got I was so exhausted with like looking at a message and be like, this is a no job. I don't give a shit right now. So the only thing that I see that I consistently see, Charles, from you are your shorts. Your shorts pop up on my YouTube feed pretty consistently, and I typically will watch those. Interesting. That's interesting. I have to hunt for his shorts, but like his uh, like his uh, normal like Halo videos or Call of Duty videos and stuff like that will pop up on my feed all the time as a recommendation and stuff. But the shorts, if he posts one, I never know until we have a conversation and he's like, yeah, mm -hmm. my, my short got like 800 views today. I'm like, why didn't it show up on my fucking feed? Why? Where was it there? But unfortunately, that's YouTube. I mean, it depends yeah, on what you watch. Sorry. No, go well, ahead. I, maybe it's because I don't have as I don't follow as many creators who do shorts. I think I think mm -hmm. Jordan. I think you might follow more people who you might follow more people who are known to do to, for shorts. I think a lot of the because I mean I've built up my my YouTube Rolodex over the course of like ten years. Yeah. And so this is where shorts were even a glint in its mother's eye. So like a lot of my content is just. It's just it's that. Uh, so my shorts are, so just just to give a breakdown of what it what it looks like. So Spy Family, Zelda, Spy Family, Anime, Titties, Trump, You, Charles, Super Mario 64, and League of Legends. And the League of Legends one is about to get the not interested. Only <laughs> 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 that Joseph gets no notifications whenever I upload a short, and Jordan is the one who gets the notifications whenever yeah. I upload one of my edited videos. I'm I'm not even I'm not even messing with you too. Like I'm not saying this because of Joseph. Like if you notice I didn't hit a like button, or if I didn't interact in any sort of way. I didn't get a notification or it never popped up on my page. Now I have YouTube notifications turned off. The only time I ever get notified is when someone comments on my stuff because it's YouTube studios, but I have like all the notifications off. So I, that's why I can't participate in the notification idea. But on like my, uh, my recommendation feed, like when you load up YouTube on your phone, it's like, it'll show you like, Oh yeah, this person video, this person video, this person video, yours will pop up there. But when I go to like the family guys shorts and everything else I watch, it's like, I never know you uploaded anything if it's not for that because the little or your uh, subscriber area I stopped looking at because on YouTube YouTube unsubscribes you if you don't interact with the person's stuff for so long but is that right it will unsubscribe you so uh me and uh, I have 388 subscriptions I'm pretty sure a lot of these I haven't seen in a while but that's the weird part is some of them it, it won't unsubscribe you for so i have a few channels that i haven't watched in years and i'm subscribed to and i still am but uh luke gone is a rapper i listen to a lot i'm actually good buddies with and uh me and i realized one day it showed i was not subscribed and i went um that's not right <laughs> i am uh definitely subscribed i've been subscribed why am i not subscribed i subscribed to him the same time i did atlas why am I yeah. subscribed to Atlas and not him? So Yeah, I, I got David Mitchell's soapbox. He hasn't put a video here in seven years, and I still subscribe to him. It might be, uh, I don't know if this is possible, that maybe like accounts that were opened up at a certain time or just have different like legacy rules to them. Like my, my YouTube account is pretty, it's pretty old. So I, I can imagine that maybe certain algorithmic changes don't apply to it. It's yeah, just kind of spitballing because you know mm -hmm. these companies are big and they're and they're pretty good at what they do, but there's a lot of like 
chaos yeah i should say there's just a lot of people like okay be sure to implement this system and then whatever for whatever reason it's implemented for like 70 percent of the user base and the other 30 percent never notice never care they would just what they just get their anime titties and they're happy i mean that makes me happy but yeah i mean that that could be very possible with it i mean youtube's such a weird platform uh but yeah no i i don't watch the wwe stuff just because i don't understand a lot of it um if i ever catch you live i will hop in at least say hi um but the destiny stuff i will i'll browse through give you that watch time that youtube cares about and then your actual like halo stuff i'll watch to the end i'm like yeah i'll watch, I'll watch this guy he's kind of cool i know him if he blows up that's one day that's pretty much all i've uploaded for like the past almost week exactly that's why i've been watching them and uh, i still cannot believe all those videos just came from one day of playing it because i had the itch to play halo again yeah, I, I feel that. Over over this weekend, uh, I visited my family, and uh, I I suddenly got the urge to play games that I haven't played in a while, like the classic Psycon filter, or actually like playing, sit down playing like a board game with everyone, or like hopping back into like an older game to play. Like uh, even though I stream Seven Days to Die on uh, on Saturdays, um, but I got the urge to like want to play it, but with no one and make it as hard as possible. And I'm like, why? Why I put myself under that? Why would I say, hey, let me just try to piss myself off? And I'm like, but I kind of just want to do it. I kind of just want to go for it. And I'm like, damn. And Angry Birds, I uninstalled. I was like, damn. Bye-bye, Angry Birds. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it definitely uh, definitely strange. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, your, your, uh, your throw to want to play Halo works because, I mean, it keeps showing up on my recommended feed. So is because I watch your Halo stuff, I will get like the Halo shorts and stuff, like people getting good plays on their uh, Halo shorts, and there's no audio, it's just the game audio, and it's this guy shooting, do do do, gets like one or two kills, and it just ends, and I'm like, stop recommending this to me, <laughs> like I, I, why are you doing this? Like I get it, but it's shorts, and you should recommend the shorts I watch, like Family Guy, recommend that. Recommend the the satisfying sand or the pressure crush or the pressure washing pressure washing simulator. By the way, uh, I'm out of the trend. I'm sorry. I came. Okay, that's all I have. That's all I could specify to that game. I watched Jack set the guy play it, and before bed, and I have never been that aroused. Sorry, Brittany. I've never been that aroused before ever. I was like, oh. And then the Irish man just made it better, but uh, <laughs> no, it it was I can't believe how nice it was. Just the yeah, the I've I've, I've seen a, uh, a couple of clips of that. It's it's like surprisingly satisfying because yeah. people think, how could this possibly be appealing compared to all mm -hmm. of the other things that the games industry offers? Yeah, and but it's yeah. uh, it's just yeah, it's just one of those things. It's it's very satisfying. Oh yeah, and. Uh, there's a there's a lot of horror games coming out this year, and I'm like, oh, that's so exciting. And then like I've seen pressure washing similarly, and I'm like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Bayonetta three. Bayonetta three. What is that? It's Bayonetta, and it's like, the, and it's the newest one that's finally coming out after all these years. What is it about? Made by Sega Genesis. Was well, not Genesis. Jesus Christ, Joseph. Uh, it's uh, Sega is the publisher. Uh, I think it's Platinum Games is the developer. Bayonetta, she's tall, black hair, wears like a, a black uh, bodysuit from head to toe. Uh, it's actually her and, hair. And it's her. It's actually her hair. 
and uh, she has to use that hair as a resource to do certain moves, which means that at pretty often she's clothesless because she's redirected her hair energy to attacks. And, and she faking has assistance from a faking giant demon. I thought you were going to say... And she also uses a four, set four freaking pistols that she can use on her hands and on her feet somehow. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of uh, sexual innuendo, so naturally she was a perfect fit for Super Smash Brothers. And for some reason, people like this see her as their mom. Because they're into that freaking weird shit. Bet. Okay. I, I, might, I might check it out. It's a sense of Devil May Cry freaking who was more freaking 18 plus. If you like power washing, this man. <laughs> if you like power washing. You will like this. <laughs> it's a naked woman, please like that more than power washing. Um, yeah, it's not no. really naked. It doesn't actually really show anything. It's usually it's it's pretty you're losing me. You're losing me. <laughs> I need. I need at least like. I need like the Cortana. Like I need like her. I need like uh, like the shell casing. You know. They show skin at least. They don't show freaking any of the nips or the freaking crotch. Booty? Sometimes they show an ass shot every now and again. I'm sold. I mean, you can, <laughs> you can go find that stuff if you know where you're looking. But I don't, if I buy a game and it's like watching porn, you're there for a reason. Like you're, you're not there to see like, oh, what's, go, what's on TV. You're, you're there for a reason. If I'm playing a game and I'm there to play the game and then I'm getting like this, these little like freebies, like little things thrown to me, I'm like, okay. Like, I'm, I'm good with it. I'm like, okay. Well, yeah. Um, Bayonetta is praised for being a great action game with, okay. a, with, a, with a great combo system and really imagine. Wait, so it's like a fighting design. game? Uh, like Devil May Cry. Okay, so it's like yeah. an action fighting. Okay, okay, okay. Bet. I was about to say, if it's like Mortal Kombat nonsense, I would never play it. I, I hate fighting games like that. It's just uh, too, too like much. 2D side-scrolling fighting games? You don't like them? No, unless we're playing on an actual arcade machine, no. For for the young generation, that was what cool kids did back in the nineties and eighties. <laughs> we would go to arcades, we actually touch grass. It was it was fun. Uh I'm I mean I'm born like late two thousand early two thousands, like nineteen ninety nine, but I knew what they were. Uh, yeah, you know, the tragedy is like we have arcades now, but well there's there's two groups of arcades. Um there's like the ones where it's a bunch of iPhone games. Uh, Android games that have been blown up, and they're all mm -hmm. like you know prizes, you know like Dave and Buster's, yeah, like Temple Run, stuff like that um, is now uh, on arcades, and that's tragic because for a lot of people that's what they think arcades are. But then you get these like these niche bars where they have a bunch of yeah. retro machines out, and they get the yeah. retro cabinets. Those are good times. I was gonna say the Dave and Buster's. Me, and my girlfriend went to had a bunch of like arcade games and everything, and they even had yeah. Halo Fire Team Raven there, which I was tempted to try. Okay, See, the uh like the arcade side for the games and stuff um like i i absolutely love the old style but i will give dave and busters a lot of credit though they try to give a nice blend because they know they appeal to an older audience as well so they give like a nice balance like you can actually go in and find like uh at least here in kansas there's a dave and busters up in kansas city 
And it, it has, like, older arcade machines, like the classic Donkey Kong kind of style, Mrs. Pac-Man, the actual original Pac-Man, bless you. Um, they have, like, all these, like, little ones that are like, oh, okay, it's kind of cool, bring these back. They have some of the old classic shooter ones there. Um, yeah, it was, it's, a, it's a ton of fun. And then Dave Busters also has, like, the new, like, the Mario Kart. They make it to where you sit on that little car and all this stuff. Like, they have, uh, obviously, newer stuff to appeal to newer generation. But, yeah, uh, Dave Busters has a nice mix of them. Um, Mine has a bowling I, bet, I bet if I went back to Dave and Damn. Buster's that I took okay. a little bit more of a thorough look, it'd be like, okay, maybe it's like 55-60% newer stuff, but there's still a decent collection of older stuff, so yeah. Okay, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. If you wonder what Halo Team Raven is... Oops, sorry, Joseph. I'm counting Halo? how many bets. Sorry. <laughs> it's gonna go. Okay, go ahead, Charles. Halo Team Raven is basically a real shooter, like the Rambo game that came out a few years ago that freaking people had a huge issue with. Okay, bet. And it's essentially as close okay, to what... Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I th I thought that was... I, I, tell me that wasn't you just trolling me just now. Tell me <laughs> that was actually like... I'm not... I... Uh, and it's essentially... <laughs> and it's essentially as close as we're going to get to having the side thing happen in Halo of the Flood with the Marines and everything... Because in Halo Fireteam Raven, you play as an ODST squad, and you actually meet the commander of the ODST group, that was, and most of the Marine forces that were still left over from when they left the Pillar of Autumn at the beginning of Halo 1. Now, imagine going Fire to a casino, Raven. Sorry. and you had to wager on your games. Yeah, what about it? How, what, how would you, what would you, what would you call that? Halo Reach. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I, I I gotta ask this because like there was this arcade game that I that I played, and I think it might have been a fever dream. Uh, it was called a Johnny Nero Action Hero. Any chance? Did you have a stroke? What the fuck? <laughs> Johnny Nero Action Hero. Action hero. And and uh, so he's a single player or or two players, and the single player you could either play with one gun or you could put a little bit more uh, uh, money in, and you can dual wield. But you had to shoot off screen to reload. So the the trick is have one gun constantly shooting away from yeah. the screen, and then you would have have infinite ammo, and you would just constantly shoot everything. And it was and as far as like arcade shooters go, I actually quite liked it because I like the I like the time crisis style where you have a panel and you have to like take cover, and then you have to uh, you know get up to shoot things, and it's mm -hmm. on a time limit as so like you yeah. can't just hide forever. But with this one. Yeah, it was always like the attacks were always coming towards the player and you always had to shoot the projectiles house of the dead style and so that, that was a lot of fun but i that game i don't know i think they might have made like one and it was at my my woodbine center arcade because i i i'm starting to think i i hallucinated this i mean that's always possible i mean i i have dreams i'm convinced that are probably real but there's still a chance it's not um but it sounds like what you're describing sounds like a lot of the Wii shooter games and stuff like that. So I could see it actually being a real thing, except on this predates um, Wii, but it's actually possible that they made it for the Wii. You know, I have the internet, so why don't I just settle this once and for all? Yeah, no, I, I, I say, I say, do it. And um, for that, for okay, the Halo hard thing, to find that's arcade. No, YouTube. Okay, um, so at least the 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 YouTube video as top of list actually acknowledges that it exists. 
Yeah, yeah, it's a hard-to-find game, according to Joe's Classic Video Games, which has 48,000 subscribers. Wager. And, um, basically, Fire Team Raven basically takes place during the events of Halo 1, and at least ODSTs end up dying on the Halo ring while watching as a pillar of autumn explodes. Spoiler. Wait, so the arcade game was canon? <laughs> In a way. Oh, bet. Only the one hey, no, characters get mentioned. I love you, I love you, brother, but I'm gonna have to go with you. Just that's one's doing. You're just doing a bit. I say it so much, you don't understand. I say bet as like an acknowledgement of like, oh okay. But I say oh okay so much, so I say bet. I say bet so much because it's my version of just okay. <laughs> it's like saying poggers. It's oh, <laughs> I I I'm not. It's not a bit. It's it's not a bit before uh, when you first mentioned it, and then every time you've been trying to make me say it, I haven't been saying it. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I'm getting into what Charles is saying. And then I forget about it, so then I say bet. <laughs> For the acknowledging what he said, it'd be like, oh, okay. I say bet. <laughs> it's not a bit. It's a bet. <laughs> you, you, people aren't careful. They'll, they'll do this unconsciously, and they won't even realize they're saying it, and it'll take somebody else to have to... To have to call it out, like, and now I'm some, thinking some, about some it. that I know would like will always say like, I don't know after what they said, oh, and it gets God. to a point where they're so used to saying it that they, they don't even realize they're doing it. They just I knew I knew I knew somebody else who would just like, like laugh after everything that you said. It'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and then after a while, like, so wait, did you find that funny? She's like, why would I, why would I find that funny? Well, because you laughed. Like I laughed. I didn't even realize that. Like things, it's, things get into our, our unconscious muscle memory, and then we're just we're just doing it. Yeah, no, I I, I feel that. No, I, um, I definitely feel that. Sorry. No, go ahead. As far as I know, I think Fire Team Raven is canon because it takes place during the events of Halo One, just from the, like the ODST squad's perspective. And I always say that because the commander of the ODSTs and also the like what like the one high-ranking officer in the Pillar of Autumn that could take over after Captain Keys di disappeared. Everything is is literally you meet him at the beginning of the game and you take orders from him. He was okay. a character. He was a major character in Halo: The Flood, which is also is basically is, telling is, so, Halo. So, so just so I'm sure we're on the same page, Fire Team Raven. That's the arcade one where you're sitting down yeah. in the cabinet and you're shooting. Okay, right on. Yeah, I didn't think that yeah, was. I, that. I didn't think that was actually canon. I I played it and that's why I know it's a ton of fun. That's why when you said that it's canon, I went really. It like, might be canon mostly only because if it, it takes place during the events of Halo One and because of that ODST commander. Okay, I, I don't know when this happened exactly, but things being canon don't seem they. There's a certain point where they just where it just lost its 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 effect on me. Like yeah. one of the things that I wanted to talk about was the new Resident Evil show, and you had told me before we recorded that it's canon, and yeah. like 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 hell it is. Like how quickly can they just retcon it and and say that it's it's something else? Like there are people who even talked about the new Star Star Wars trilogy. They might just retcon it and say, oh, you know what? Never mind. That was a fuck up. That was a fever dream. That was a, a parallel universe. Apparently, to Disney, anything that wasn't done by them when it comes to Star Wars is a parallel universe, which is basically all the books, all the fucking games, and all the other. Oh shit no, not Dash Rendar. <laughs> people like that guy apparently. So yeah. I mean, and also Luke Skywalker's yeah. wife and kids. Leia? And now Ben Solo. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. I, I don't watch Star Wars, so I honestly Leia's don't know. Leia's a sister. Oh. Not really. So incest? What do you mean, no. not really? Ben, they're from the same Ben's, mom. Ben is freaking Leia's and Han's kid. Ray's is some... Yeah. It's related to Palpatine, spoiler, freaking... Freaking that only took the Skywalker name because she didn't want to be known as a Palpatine anymore. I, I For me, the the last, like... The Rise of Skywalker, to me, that's not canon. I never, there. I don't get that whole trilogy except for certain parts. I learned so much. Okay. I played it with a bitch slap Kylo left and right and all over the place. Fight me, people who don't like that. Please fight, uh, fight Charles at CJ the Lone Wolf. Um, I, I would love to see that happen. Um, so with, uh, with this, uh, idea of, canon because i mean we're, we're kind of we're kind of here um the canon idea for shows i i think there needs to always be a big disclaimer at the beginning of anything or in a description the first thing should either say it is canon or it's not canon like for the halo series that happened on paramount um Unfortunately. It, it was it was obvious that it wasn't canon, but a lot of people, like even me, was thinking, there's no way this is canon. Like, But there's nowhere immediately on there that says it's not canon. You have to know your shit to know it's not canon. Or you have to dig yeah, in to know it's not crazy. canon. So, like with the new Resident Evil, that uh, no, there's going to be no spoilers, and I think I did, might have said a spoiler or two already before the podcast, but... Um, so, for those who may not know, on July 14th, Resident Evil has released a brand new Netflix series. It has, I think, eight episodes to it or something like that. Um, it is Raccoon City in 2022, um, and it takes place with pretty much a new outbreak that occurs. Um, it looks amazing on the idea of it. Um, and just a little hint that you can read in the description if you search it up. Uh, it involves Wesker, Albert Wesker's daughters uh, that we knew he had in the series and stuff. But I had to search up if that was canon because we know what Albert Wesker has a son. It, his name is Jake. Um, we know he has a son. We know he had a sister. We know he had all the like. We knew some of the objects of the of the whole thing, but we didn't know everything. And we know for Albert Wesker having a kid named Jake. Jake has superpowers like. Albert Wesker. So with already knowing that fact, it's like, okay, what about the daughters? What are they gonna have? Are they gonna have anything? Or is was that before Wesker was, you know, uh Wesker the Mester? Like, I don't I don't know, but since Jake is like in his um early twenties during Resident Evil Six, who knows? Because Resident Evil Six was taking place in two thousand sixteen. Let me let me search it up. Uh but I still think it's good that they show they show in the series from what I've seen is probably just a clone or something. Because it is known that they can clone people. You want to know? No, because I don't want to watch another shitty video game adaptation. No, then... Oh, Resident Evil uh, Resident Evil Six take took place in 2013. Okay, so that means the daughters would theoretically have to be somewhere between. 30 or something obviously if you watch uh trailers for the netflix show we will obviously see that they're not in their later 30s so this definitely has to be a little bit oscar from jake um 
So it, it leaves a lot of questions into it that I would love to solve, but I do not want to give any spoilers out until at least a good month. And I've only watched the first episode, kinda. Uh, I want to go back through it, uh, really uh, take it all in. Now I learned it's canon, I really want to kind of soak it in. Um, as we know, Resident Evil, um, they've been talking, Capcom specifically has been talking about releasing another Resident Evil game um, called Resident Evil Raccoon City Returns. Um, they've been talking about releasing a game like that for a while, and I think it's funny how that Netflix is how they release that, and now we have to ask the big question, will, will this show become a game? And from what I'm hearing, a lot of people are saying, please, for the love of God, no. <laughs> um, a lot of people are please ask for this not to become a game. Go ahead. For one thing, how would they be able to go back, back and see to consider the fact that place got fucking nuked? They rebuilt well, it. Re rebuilt. It's been uh, Raccoon City was destroyed in 1998, and now it's 2022. So that gives more than enough time to rebuild a city, especially under Umbrella's situation. And they could move it. Honestly, they could. They could have sat there and said, "Oh, this was the incident of the Raccoon City thing." Okay. What about that town over there? Oh, that's Rogersville. No, that's Raccoon City now. <laughs> and they just buy it out, take over the name, boom. <laughs> they can build a city like it somewhere else, but they can't build this new city on top of where the old one was, especially after it's been new, because ask Chernobyl how that worked out for them. Yeah, I don't, I honestly don't think it takes place at the same location. Um, and the only reason I say I don't think it takes place there, because let's be honest, who the fuck would want to go back? Like, who would want to know? Because a nuke has what? Radiation. Who would want to go back to a fucking town that's been nuked previously saying, man, this, is, this still has like some lasting time. effects from the ra ra lasting radiation. Exactly. So Let's ask Chernobyl how that worked out for them. Well, if you do, uh, depending on who you ask, they'll be like, oh, it worked out fine. Nothing went wrong. Nothing, nothing went wrong nothing at all. Nothing happened. Everything. Everything's A-okay. Why do you ask? Who, 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 who are you? <laughs> where, where, where's my dad? Like, you know, you're going to get those answers, but... Uh, his arm just popping out of his head, shakes your hand with it. Let's meet you. You know. But that, that's just CG. Move along. <laughs> CG. Like, anything, anything from that all gillied up mission of Modern Warfare 1 is freaking what Chernobyl looks like freaking in real life, then I'm pretty sure that place is never going to be livable for a, way, for a very freaking long time. But now, then it will be fucking dead. I, I mean, your overall point is valid, but there is a slight difference here because, like, that was a, what, a tactical nuke that hit Raccoon City versus Chernobyl was a nuclear reactor that went radioactive and exploded so the radiation from a nuclear reactor is very much more potent i should say compared to the fallout from a, from a nuke i assume or maybe the nuke is even more because it's designed to kill versus the the nuclear reactor was designed to provide people with a sustainable power and a way of life so i don't know but at the very least like it wasn't like one for one one nuke versus another nuke that much i know yeah, so I uh, I did some quick uh, looking up here real quick, and um, according to according to this, um, there's a whole entire article about the description of Raccoon City and how it happened, how everything went down, and it goes into a pretty hefty detail. Um, but yeah, it was it was a complete nuke with radiation, all this nonsense. 
um, to get rid of the bioweapon, specifically the T-virus and the G-virus. Um, so it was the nuke set to take place on October 1st, 1998, on a Thursday. I don't know why that was so fucking Pacific. Um, it all began September 23rd, 1998, as a smaller outbreak taking place. Um, and then obviously we know what that is. It's a mansion. Um, so, yeah, I mean... It, it, it seems uh, it seems to all have its kind of connection, but yeah, it's definitely radiation. So you would think if it's a radioactive nuke or anything else, I mean, no matter what, an explosive is going to have a massive radiation. It just depends on how long. I don't think it happened at the same location. So I don't think it's the same location. I think it's a situation they built a whole new city. They call it Raccoon City because, of course, Umbrella is involved with it. It's Resident Evil. They're going to be involved with it and magically have tons of money maybe, I'm, maybe I'm, I'm gonna Elon take Musk. the opposite stance on this just for the hell of it i think that they probably had some sort of technology to clear away the radiation or they even like captured and bottled it and now it's hidden underneath the the, the facility and for some reason it was just like it's still no matter how bad it gets it still made fiscal sense for them to build upon the ashes of their old city now is this a good idea no so why do i think they did it because why the hell not <laughs> I mean, you're not, yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, that could be a honest situation on what they could have ended up doing, and that would make sense and be able to help their experiences with uh, bioweapons and things like that. That obviously relates back to Resident Evil. So I guess that could make sense. I was just imagine like, the cost to build a whole goddamn city in 23 years that's livable and everything. And that's where I'm like, did they, though? It, it takes, it takes two years right now, to make one highway. Well, I mean, I, I was having this uh, conversation with uh, with my good boy, with my good friend Arth. We were just talking about how like different properties have an apparatus that allows them to tell whatever story that they want. So, an easy example of this is Star Wars. The Force is the apparatus. It's just like whatever has to, has to happen happens. Oh, the guy can. Uh, 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 shoot a missile into a, an exhaust port and blow up the Death Star. Oh, that's a hard shot. How's he going to do it? I know, the Force. Like, any time that they need to do something for the story, the Force is just flexible enough to like, okay, well, it, there you go. That's It was the Force. So in Resident Evil, Umbrella is the apparatus. Like, anything that you want to do, any story you want to tell, all you have to do is say, oh, Umbrella had the money for it. Well, how does Umbrella have the money for it? Because it's Umbrella. They're a secretive, shadowy corporation with weapons manufacturing and 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 they and they have like their consumer grade cosmetics available all throughout the world umbrella could do whatever the hell it wants and that's what makes them a formidable villain to write stories off of yeah and but British for creating freaking bioweapons that cause zombie outbreaks that pretty much kills every freaking human in the world on and the for other them, side though these the zombies course. run these zombies are more advanced they actually run and stuff, so that's kind of that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so here's the now I, I I was following the 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 feedback for this Resident Evil TV series, and it's been mostly bad feedback. Most people mm -hmm. are saying that it's just not good. Uh, a couple of the major media outlets, uh, IGN and I believe Gamespot, they gave it a more positive review, and the community largely thinks that these positive reviews were paid for pay for exactly thank you yeah and and i sometimes i i think that the um you know the the rogues gallery which are like the mo really the most trusted people who criticize these things 
you can you can tell what they're going to criticize because it's like well hey if it's part of like you know some sort of uh, woke agenda or if it's just part of one of these major uh production companies or if it's netflix there's a good chance it's going to be part of like the woke agenda uh, and that's how, and that part i don't really care about i just wanted to point that out as a commonality and i just i, I i've read the review for the resident evil series on ign and they pointed out some things that actually I find intriguing enough to want to give the show a try. And it's not really the spoilers that I care so much about. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that they talk about is that the the series, this TV series, tries to integrate some of the less obvious elements of Resident Evil. So they're not trying to, like, okay, it's not another story with Jill and, and Chris and, and the crew, mm -hmm. although Wesker is there. So obviously there's an element of that. But that there's times where the characters are like trying to solve a puzzle like they're they're and they're trying to like get a case open and they have to follow a bunch of clues for it um that's the kind of thing that i thought okay i i think i get what they're doing is they want to take some of the different mechanics of resident evil and and apply it into what they're doing here and the question that i have is like you know when you're watching a, a tv series or a movie or an adaptation the story is probably the part that they're going to screw up the most because these stories are tailored very specifically to like the game yeah. or whatever it's originally based off of. And I got to say, I don't think it's a story that I'm really in for. It's more like them capturing the moment to moment experience that I would expect playing the game. So like, you know, wandering around, solving puzzles, getting into fights, uh, stuff like that is more like what I think production should really rely on. So Charles, obviously, you've got a lot of um, experience on the Halo side, and we've had similar conversations about this in regards to Halo. But like, you know, when it comes to your favorite properties, what do you? What would you want to focus on? Do you need to retell the story? Do you want to just get the mechanics right? What is it that's really important for you to see an adaptation done well? And just for me, real quick, like if somebody were to adapt, say, Legend of Zelda, and I hope it's Mia that does it. I, I, I don't think it's going to do well if all they're doing is just him going like dungeon to dungeon and picking up an item, killing a boss. Like, who cares? Like, why would I, why, why would I want to watch that? So it really does have to be the story for, for it to work. And it has to be a story about something that the games don't really get the time and space to cover. As long as it don't like, diverge from things... Like they did with the Halo series that we did get everything they actually at least stick mainly to the, like what's already you know established and everything and they don't think character assassinate certain characters like they did with Master Chief then it wouldn't be then people they wouldn't have such a problem like I even though I haven't heard anything on the Borderlands movie if they figured somehow why they fuck up that then a lot of people are going to be just as pissed off as they were about the Halo series cause Borderlands is not hard to freaking do but, and then, so, with the, kind of like what Joseph is saying with that, though, with the, uh, let's now switch it over to Borderlands. What's what's more valuable, then? The the storyline to it, or uh, how they proceed with, like, the action and uh, the kind of carrying on through the game? I'm not sure. All I know is that as long as they at least have a, a, a storyline that at least loose. Loosely follows pretty much what we already know from the games and everything, and even if they throw a reference here now to them, they actually make it seem like this movie's tying into what happens in the game, what happened in the games and everything. 
If they're planning on doing a whole trilogy with this with, Border, with this Borderlands movie, then they should at least somewhat freaking follow what the games did. And maybe better in some cases. Looking at you, pre-sequel. Okay, so it's more about it's more about how they um I guess like tell or show the story more than tell the story then. So I just don't do what they freaking did with the Halo series, because that was fucking bullshit. I, I I honestly just didn't so I really want to sit down and fully watch the rest of the here uh, Halo series. The problem I have is, is I already got a lot of the uh, the reviews, not just from you, but from other people too. And their biggest complaint is you, the Master Chief, is seen more with his armor off than on. And it's like that that kind of throws me off. Because once again, then don't call it Halo. You know, call it fucking donkey kong 64 like call it call it what it is don't sit there and call it what you want it to be um so like borderlands honestly like even if they have a couple main characters they don't have to tell you the storyline make sure you keep it with the storyline but it's like they want uh from what you're kind of wanting is you want them to kind of keep on um the path of through the games to show you their progress and to show you how the game was laid out versus making sure you know all the details of the background story. Yeah. And the, the coming back to when we were talking about a series of rage, like the, the, the thought process that I had for what I would want to see that adaptation is try to answer questions that uh, the players are having and mm -hmm. try to make the game world seem more logical for when the players go back to it. So the example that I stated was, in, in the game, or really in any beat-em-up, you're pummeling a, these goons, and they all look identical. So, like, find a, use the movie or use the TV series as a chance to explain why they do that. Which, again, the reason I stated was, well, because it's a uniform. They all cut their hair the same way. They all wear the same clothes. They all even have the same workout regimen, so they all look the same. So they can't be uh, identified by, by the police you can't arrest one without arresting the rest of them because they all look the same. So, like, that would be what a movie could be a really good opportunity to do, is, like, add more context so that when the players go back and play it, or if it's vice versa, they have a deeper understanding of, of, of the game. When you end up watching a movie or, or a TV show, and not only did they not represent those concepts, but, they, like, they ignored them or they even undervalued them, then the players will actually feel less... Uh, uh, less engrossed in the material in the first place. An example of that would be like the the or the first wave of Resident Evil movies with Mila Jovovich. Was, the like, first couple of them were actually alright. After a while, they, they were like, good. Oh yeah, uh, I, I, I really like the first one. Also, like if the first one happens to be on, I'll I'll watch that. I still enjoy that one. But like Mila Jovovich's that whole movie series is like a mod character with a bunch of superpowers <laughs> is now like doing a, a speed run of Resident Evil. Like yeah. it's like a character with a bunch of cheat codes activated. Like it's fun. It's it's like a power fantasy. Um and it and it works in if you're a fan of the series and you know you're playing the game on on hard and it's always been about survival and all of that. Mm -hmm. And so to see a movie version where now this character is just like letting loose and is just gunning people down and it's kind of cathartic, like that's okay. That's an interesting twist on the 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 feelings that people have towards the game by design but it was also a product of the time too they did like this oh well, i guess this is just what we're going to do with it yeah if you want to see something that's actually good in this halo related it was live action halo forward unto dawn was 
or something I like watching and everything. And that didn't series didn't have Master Chief to like the last freaking episode. Yeah, and And the same with Covenant. Yeah. Uh but I think that was more of them trying to make you watch the series so you would like He's, he's coming. Just when? When are you doing it? Because it's like it's like the same thing like in theaters when you have like people coming back for the Iron Man. Uh, fucking spoiler alert! In Endgame, everyone dies and come back. Um, but it's like when you have them coming out and it's like you have the whole crowd going, oh, yeah! When they finally see like their their person coming back and it's like it's that weird kind of ordeal. So I get I get why they would put like Master Chief towards the end of that series because it's like he finally comes in. And everyone's going. When, 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 and then he finally then is like, yeah, it sucks. It's the last episode, but yeah, and it's it's more like, thrilling. The thing with Fort Enter Dawn, it's literally just a, telling the backstory of of, of um, Lasky from Halo Four and Five. You know the commander, mm-hmm. uh, the one officer that you meet in that that's you meet in both those games and everything. It tells his backstory and what led to him when he first met Master Chief and what led to him being who he is and everything. And, um, like I said, Master Chief and the Covenant don't show up to the last one, and all the while they've been blasting his fellow students at this academy that gets eventually destroyed by the Covenant at the end. They've mostly been just seeing um, spliced together footage of when the Marines had to deal with insurrectionists, and then there's one um, shot that they found, the one guy that was able to splice footage together found is of Master Chief for like a brief second, or it was like a Covenant soldier or something like that. Otherwise you don't really see Chief throughout the whole thing, and him. When the students are first attacked by the Covenant, it's like they're like, "What the hell are those things?" They don't know what the heck to do. And these, and the, all the while, there's actual soldiers and everyone else are getting freaking massacred left and right. Now they only escape off the planet until Master Chief shows up, gets blown up by freaking the Covenant, which is a space elevator. Yeah, that's Halo. <laughs> like some some people, they'll be like, "Oh man, that 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 sounds like crazy. That sounds." And I'm just looking at it going. No, that's Halo. That that's just Halo as finest. Love love the game. Uh, but to get back on just the general movie topic, I feel like, uh, I feel honestly for a lot of movies who are trying to show or trying to really help keep like that real feel of um their audience. I feel like they really need to communicate with the fan base of it. Um, even if it's a secret Reddit page that you they don't know you're controlling, but it's like ask them on there like hey if someone were to make a movie you know hint hint you know what 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 would you guys want to see the most of and whatever has the most upvotes and then you can put that in at least then you have like fans actually participating for free with no backlash in the sense besides he listened to us holy shit and of course you're gonna have people who don't know but the people who don't know aren't gonna be disappointed either um so yeah i think i think any any movie that's gonna implement like uh, the Resident Evil nonsense, like one to make new character but still make a new Resident Evil uh, show, uh, they did. They obviously wanted to make sure there's things that the true diehard Resident Evil fans like myself um, will enjoy. And there's apparently a lot of Easter eggs, but uh, like their last movie they made was um, Resident Evil Raccoon City, whatever it was. Welcome Ret- to Raccoon City. Yeah, Welcome to Raccoon City. That got a lot of hate to it. Um, and it was because they crammed in over nine hours of, in the sense of gameplay, into an hour and 20 minutes. That's what they ended up doing. And the diehard Resident Evil fans, like, people hate on the fact that Leon was not the way anyone wanted him to be, but people mostly hated on the fact that 
it felt so rushed. It felt like you literally were just skipping through everything. And it's just it felt yeah. super rushed. And I kind of can agree, but um versus a series, if you're ever do a series, you can kind of let a little bit more in uh to where it's not sure. as rushed. With and but at the but at the same time, then it also is like do we have enough story to tell over the course <laughs> yeah, of a season? You. And then things start to feel bloated and there's like a lot of filler. And then it's like, oh, was this enough to to justify a second season? So there's a balance there. Yeah. It was like an intense six uh, episode season. Welcome to Raccoon City. You know, that might have been a little bit more overall content, um, but it would have felt more, I guess, more spaced out. The thing real quick with Leon, too, is like, on the one hand, you have like, you know, race swapping or gender swapping, which I'm not against in principle, but I think the more attached a person is to a character, the harder it is to to mm-hmm. to be like, I really just want to see my characters that I that I grew up with realize the way I imagined them. And so like Yeah. There's that. Um and then and then with Leon especially, like they just turned him into an incompetent rube. Yeah. That was the problem. That was that a massive they, problem. They, and not only that, but it was done in service to make another character who happens to be a chick more competent. When like, oh, uh, you're, we we know what you're doing. You know, you're you're trying to be you know rah rah girl power, and you're and at the at the cost of that, men. That, that's it's, fine. It's you know, no, it's not fine because well, it's a, sorry, fine for there's like a, the let me just say, there's a better way to do it, it, which is both of them have strengths and weaknesses. And yeah. both of them complement each other in different ways and make up for each other's weaknesses. Did you watch uh, Welcome to Raccoon City? Because no. I didn't. No, I, I so haven't. Who, who I'm so going off did. what I've heard is there, and read. Is there any point where like Leon does something that, or like, does Claire show weakness at any point, and Leon is able to, you know, represent the strength there? Not what I, not what I've read watched or seen everyone okay. kind of says that leon is more of the rookie and on the i hate to say dumb side but the dumb side they didn't care about his race his hairstyle they didn't care about any of that stuff that was just like minor things that fans hated they hated how they turned him so incompetent that's what they really hated they nailed chris I, i'll say that they really did a good job with chris but leon no they just they kind of ruined him with his intelligence yeah. And Chris being the head of the joke. At all. What's that? Chris pun- did Chris punch a boulder at all? Nah. Uh, wait about three years. You will get there. Yeah. But I, but I think what you, what you were going to say just before I, I had to uh, make sure I made my point, which is like, yeah, of course it's 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 great to 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 show female characters be shra- strong, mm-hmm. competent. We we want to see that. Yeah. Like I don't want to I don't want to see movies like. Where you know where where the female characters are are helpless. I don't want that. Nobody wants to see that. No. But we just don't want to see like you you just you don't have to make the other side incompetent in order to because that's that's unrealistic. Just the same. Like it's mm-hmm. it's a, it was a good movie that that made both male characters and female characters seem relevant. It was the Mad Max movie? Yeah. Uh, I think Fury Road. Both, both the main okay. lead and the female character Furiosa. They work together. Like they had, they, they, they clashed, you know, they had issues, but they had to work together in order to get through the movie. Yeah, no. And I, and I agree with that. And the, I guess I'm also like very, very trying to be careful with my words, um, with the whole, you know, trying to, trying to get the upsides to, you know, them trying to show that women can do what men can. I, I a hundred percent agree. Women have their rights. They have their better qualities and they definitely can do what men can. But the way they portrayed it in the movies, like you, like you stated, this movie specifically, 
Um, they they did not do a good job at showing both sides' uh, strengths and weaknesses. They did a good job with uh, Jill, Chris situation, Westwood nonsense. They did good with that, but then it came down to Leon and uh, Claire. And in the sense, like the two heroes of Resident Evil Two, and they made it to where the one hero seems like you need to hold its hand the whole yeah. way through. And I, and I get where you're coming with that, but I I would like to make sure to state like I get what the show I get what the show is trying to come from. Um, they're trying to show, you know, women, women rock. I, and I support you with that, but they should, they could have went about it better. I, I feel like they definitely could have. I haven't watched it, but I am, I'm a good follower at IGN and other review pages. And from what I'm hearing from all these review pages, are not great. Even when IGN has been caught in the past, accepting payment for reviews, uh, for positive reviews to say the least. Um, it's at least been speculated to where one Google search tells you a lot. Um, so, I mean, with that, they could have said better things, but they didn't. So that's where I'm like, okay, if they would have paid for that positive review, they uh, should get their money back. <laughs> but now, yeah, I, mean, I think it just goes to show that like it's really the the number system, and even IGN has talked about this before. Is that like the whole number system has been the problem more than anything? Is like if you look at a lot of movies these days if they'll get uh, a great score from the critics, the audience might trash it. And yep. if the critics think it's bad, then the audience might, might love it. And we was like, well, okay, that movie is obviously good for a certain kind of person and not good for another kind of person. So like, you know, reviews could be a lot more nuanced and focus more on like, okay, is this good or is this bad? Yeah. Well, what makes something good? Uh, usually money. Yep. Like money or and slash or a good use of resources. What Something can be made on a shoestring budget can still be good. Evil. So like instead of you know, instead of having a number system, you have like who is this for? Are are is it for fans? Yes or no. Is it for newcomers to the series? Yes or no. Is it for people who like watching TV? Yes or no. Is it for general gamers? Yes or no. And and a person can can get a different kind of score if they look at that and it's like no 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 yes okay well there's a very small group of people who would enjoy this but if you look at another show and it gets like a yes a yes a yes and a no and they're like well okay this is it just appeals to more people which must mean that it has more qualities to it than a show that gets a lot of no's yeah so most content at least has some kind of audience like even a even a pile of garbage will have like a group of people who will watch it ironically but mo most content these days, whether it gets trashed by the fans or gets trashed by the critics, there's at least like 40 to 60,000 people who will genuinely unironically enjoy it. So reviews are just not really uh, holding up anymore. I, I agree. And honestly, when it's all said and done with, uh, with the uh, reviews, to say the least, I think, um, I think the reviews from the fans matter more than like the the critics and stuff because the fans are what's going to sell you the copies. They're going to sell you the subscriptions or buy the subscriptions. So on that side, I really feel like that's where the the fan review kind of matters. But even if so, I mean, everyone has their opinions on what they like and what they would rather watch more. And mm. I cannot find a proper set budget for the series. For the movie, I found the budget, but I can't find a proper budget Netflix spent on the on the movie. If I find it next week, I'll definitely make sure to uh, specify because I'm actually genuinely curious. I know they did not spend nowhere near as much as they did on their last one. That wasn't a great success. 
Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm genuinely curious on what their budget was for this one. Um, but no, yeah, I think uh, I think that kind of uh, helps to close in the uh, the Resident Evil uh, show topic. Um, I'll I'll be watching it this week. Uh, I'm actually going to be uh, door dashing a little bit, and you know I'm going to be listening to some podcasts. You know, some might have to do with Resident Evil um, because I'm a hardcore fucking fan. Um, so I, I will I'll definitely find out more about the more about the scoop later on. Uh, Joseph, do you have a Netflix account? And if so, are you going to watch the Resident Evil show? Uh, I'm I'll, I'll, I'm going to subscribe to Netflix in September when they release the new season of Cobra Kai. So okay. I'll have a chance to watch a bunch of stuff for the month. Because Cobra Kai is like a vacation day for me. I, I Last season, I binged it top to bottom. So I spent the entire day watching it. It was so much fun. I, so I'm probably going to do that again. And then I'll have the remaining 29 days to, to watch You know, you, you could just say, no, I don't. Hey, Jordan, could I use your, your information? You know, I'll be like, yeah. You could I, just have the I information. Thought, I thought, okay, I didn't think about that. But now that I'm thinking about that, didn't, didn't Netflix like... Put, yes. put a rule down or something about that where you yeah, can't do they that did. No yeah netflix you did that but i will go back another two years when you're literally promoted share with a friend times change <laughs> yeah times change but guess what people don't <laughs> so you know what that's, they don't that's know won't hurt that man that's that's going that's got to go on a shirt dude like, <laughs> time change people don't like that, that 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 tells you a lot about like how like what's what's the issue with society is altogether <laughs> dude you know what i'm writing that down even if it's like a cheap mall shirt <laughs> uh, is that chick-fil-a charles how much taco bell nice oh i thought he was bougie up in here um so yeah but that was that was kind of the we're already an hour we already went an hour in uh, that that went by so so fucking quick. That was actually crazy. Um, I will say one thing. I hope they spent. I hope they had a better budget than freaking whatever the Halo series had because they had all no. that money, and they could have freaking found anybody who actually knew what, anything about Halo. And said that Paramount has these jackoffs that don't know anything, and they have like, this guy that's never played and they never and they never played Halo before, and then they have this other jackoff who've never even heard of it before that freaking plays Master Chief. Yep. It's like, I don't have a problem with the guy, but if you were going to do something on something that's this established and loved by this many people, actually know, at least try, make an effort to actually know what the fuck you're actually doing. I I definitely agree. Um, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, I will state this. They uh, did not have a bigger budget. I would definitely say that. Paramount had a massive budget with Halo. Um, and no, they, they flushed it down the drain. But most of, I will I will say this. Most of the budget was spent on wardrobe. It was spent on um, sets. It was spent on uh, cosmetics. It was spent on design. That's where a lot of the budget went for the Halo series. Um, at least that's what a lot of reports has stated it went to. Um, that I get it. I mean, just think about how much it costs to get a set to look the way they do with actually having stuff going on. Even just getting a replica Warthog that actually drives is way over $50,000. And it's just that's for shots. That's those guys who built that Warthog years back with Halo Landfall. Yeah, and it cost $40,000 then. <laughs> 
Uh, it was it was not cheap because they they had it a lot of things custom made. That's what cost a lot, and they had it built with actual metal and things like that. It wasn't cheap fiberglass. Even if so, that would even cost more. So, but sure the Paramount had a big budget. Yeah, and I'm sure all the costumes, and everything, Master Chief armor, all the prop weapons that they probably had to design. Thinking probably took forever to design everything. That probably cost money to make all those prop weapons. Yep, and that's and money they can't get let's back. Let's not even talk about how much money they probably had to invest for the special effects to make the Covenant look as good as at least they, as good as they did and everything. Especially the shots when they just showed High Charity and they showed like the profits and everything, and they actually showed what High Charity looks like in the series. That probably wasn't exactly easy to freaking animate, uh, animate and everything. Nah, it, it probably wasn't. So I mean, like Paramount might have had a bigger budget, but. There was a reason they had a bigger budget versus let's look at Resident Evil for an example. Resident Evil, let's be honest, you could shoot in a little studio and you would probably not notice. Uh, with the special effects and everything else, you probably wouldn't notice. They could shoot at one room at a time and be fine. Versus uh, Paramount, they're outside, they're inside, guns shooting, blade, things are happening, uh, smoke and stuff is happening, dirt's flying around. Like There's so much stuff happening there versus like a Resident Evil. Um, so yeah, but I think Paramount definitely had like three times. To, I'm just saying, cause I don't know the Netflix budget they had, but going off of Netflix history, they don't make anything past a certain point. They have not hit billions yet. Um, wait, no, I think Squid Games, no, Squid Game didn't cost billions to make. No, no, it didn't cost billions to make. Uh, so I don't think they ever hit closer to that billion mark ever versus Paramount. They've, they've claimed to hit massive numbers. Um, I don't think billions yet, but they claim to hit massive I numbers. Still like the, I still question how the hell the Halo series from by Paramount got greenlit for another season before it even started. Because fans. Uh, I, I will fully say fans. Fans are just happy to see it. And then that's why I never think, and I, I said this uh, episodes ago, um, I said this many times before, is when a series gets signed for another season before launching, it's a bad sign. Because you haven't got to see the the finished product first. That that's like saying I'm gonna sign up for two years at this gym, and I it's not even open yet. I signed up, paid my money, go to the gym, realize it's shit. And I was like, cool. I I just I signed up for two years of this. Am I actually gonna stick, stay here? People no. like they they pre-register for condos. Yeah. Yeah, which is what me and my girlfriend almost did for a week vacation for her, for her birthday, which is when I'm on her birthday. Well, <laughs> you'll find out. <laughs> yeah, I think I, 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 think I missed uh, <laughs> I think I missed part of the plot here. Like you and your girlfriend for her birthday weekend, pre we're about to pre-register for a condo. Oh, if we can look at one. Okay. Nice. We were okay, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah, fun. Going... yeah. We dude, found one that's not too bad. Just a matter of saving up the money for it. How, how much, uh, without telling too much information, how much is like uh, the monthly rate? But, well, we did, we're not getting a condo. I think it was like the hotel room or Airbnb room or something. All I know is that they, oh. all the ones that we looked at were nice, and even this one that is actually way cheaper than the other ones that we looked at is nice too, surprisingly, for the price it is. Plus, everything that in the Myrtle Beach is practically right there next to the beach, so, and she really freaking wants to go swimming, so. Yeah, skinny dipping, baby. Yeah, I, when you were saying condos, only I was only thinking only like you would find a place to like move to with her, and that's why I was like, oh fuck yeah. But no, I mean, hell, getting a place to stay is also really nice. Expect even the trucks outside is happy about it. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, that's. I do one of these. 
<laughs> no, that, that's definitely good. Um, I'm actually... So... I don't know. I, I Brandon doesn't care. Uh, so we have a we have another un, not unfortunate trip, but we have another trip we're taking um, this month, next month, and a month after that. And uh, this same month, we're going up to Topeka so we can shoot some stuff at a motel. Uh, it's a hotel, but it's a shitty place. Uh, we're going there. So if it's if it's shitty, you call it a motel. Yeah. I've stayed at four-star hotels, and yeah, no, I'm going to safely say... Go stay in a hotel that's ran by somebody named Katz. If Courage and Cowardly Dog is showing me anything. I'm I'm going to go to a hotel that offers me chocolates and coffee. <laughs> you, you'll win me if you just offer me free coffee and food. I, I'm all yours. I'm all yours. Uh, Sorry, I, I'm freaking on Gretel. Then I'm dead. <laughs> like... I'm I'm dead, dude. I I will fall for it every time. Uh, it, but it's also weird thinking about yourself in those situations, being like, "Would you do it?" That's a fat little fuck. Yeah, I'll do it. Like you you offer me food and and a cool place to stay. Hell yeah! Because doesn't handsome and Gretel doesn't the father like fucking abandon them? So it's yeah. been a while, but I think he just like dropped them off in the forest and said, "See ya." They got into his Ford and drove away. So. I don't know. I only remember that one where freaking Hansel and Gretel were freaking witch hunters. Okay. One uh, guy that Hansel, guy uh, Hansel and Gretel. History of Hansel and Gretel. Let me try to figure this out. According to science.edu, Hansel and Gretel was included in the first volume of Kinder und How Marchen. I heard about it, but I've never seen it. Published in 1840, but the story originated in the Baltic region around 1315. It was like kind of like Van Helsing style. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. Never seen it. For the audio listeners, I'm sorry about that. I talked into my Google real quick because I couldn't figure out how to spell Gretel. And uh, it read to me the fucking lore. <laughs> I was trying to get this stop. There was no mute button. I'm just like, okay, bet. Let's go. Uh, okay, so I'm trying to see um, when all this happened. It's like the father. True. I think. I think according to the lore, like the father, you know, went back in the woods and been like, yeah, you guys stay here. Yeah, because wasn't the mother? Isn't the mother connected to like the fucking witch from Snow White? That's some Disney freaking reaching for. There's like a cinematic know. universe here, like. I think yeah, because isn't a lot universe? of it connect? I I don't I don't know honestly. I you know it, it might be it might be yeah because there's like oh no I'm thinking of the wrong thing. The mother the mother did something. The mother was a bitch apparently, and uh, sorry Jake. Uh, the mother <laughs> the mother sucked, and. Uh, and then, like, the father took the kids out to, like, the woods. And knowing what may happen, uh, he sent them out to die, in a sense. And uh, and then when they ended up killing the, the, the cunt in the shack, they he ended up finding them. And, you know, he the goal was for them to die, and they didn't die. Um, I think that was... I think that was it. I think something along those lines. It, I'm, I'm gonna... <laughs> Update next week. <laughs> How did Handsome and Gretel actually go? Oh, dude, I I want to know now. I'm I'm genuinely curious about this. Uh, you know, since uh Charles is having having some uh some Taco Bell, Joseph, what are you doing for dinner? Uh, I had uh, dinner. We had uh, chicken burgers. Uh, chicken burgers. Yep. 
You, you, so, you, get, you get a piece of chicken, you put it in a hamburger bun. Oh, no, but that's not... Chicken sandwich. Yeah, that's a chicken sandwich. But it's in a hamburger bun. It's a chicken sandwich. Still. Well, I'll... What, what, if you just, what if you just put them in two slices of bread? And then, then it's a sandwich. But it's... But, but we it's, put it in burger buns. It's... It, you can if you look look I, look, you can put whatever the hell you want if it's in between two burger buns it's a burger it's not so you tell me if i put my dick in two pieces of, if i put it in a bun it's it's a burger no that's it's, a hot dog uh, it's a penis burger <laughs> but it's still a burger okay i i don't i don't think you're right <laughs> I, what's a hot dog down there I don't. I don't think you're right. Uh, <laughs> now I want to know what in Canada figure a hot dog is. Well, I'll tell you what. Okay, here's the thing though. There is actually like a thing called a chicken burger. It's when you get chicken and, and you it's grind up into a burger and, and it's yeah, in a burger shape. So okay, okay, fine. You guys are sponsored by Chick Fil A. I understand. <laughs> they were closer to chicken sandwich, a chicken burger. You're sponsored by Chick Fil A. Actually, the chicken nuggets at Chick Fil A is pretty burger. fucking good. Expensive as fuck, though. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I was I was Zordashing the other day, and uh, I said the other day it was like five days ago, and uh, I'm there. I'm looking at the menu, waiting for this person's order, and I'm like, oh, the chicken nugs are not bad. I'm looking. I'm like, mm, four dollars for four nugs. No. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, just go get a ten no. piece from McDonald's for like five bucks. Yeah, um, fun, uh, fun fact. I, I, I'm pretty sure I'm a sponsor at this point for saying this. I don't like fast food. I, I don't eat fast food often. Uh, when I do, it's a rare occasion, and it does not agree with me. But I just, I don't know. I, I really do not like Chinese food. Is like the closest thing to like fast food. I'm able to say like, fuck it, I don't care. Like even pizza, you can you can find like good pizza places that aren't fast food. You can find taco places that aren't fast food. And I'll eat those, but like Taco Bell. Pop, oh, not Papa John's. I'm uh, fucking Popeyes. Like all that, all those. I just don't like. It's. I just, See what it is because the food is made before you got there, right there. Yeah, already, you're, I think already I think that it. could be a massive part of it. Is like because the food is literally already done and you're just grabbing it. And I get like sometimes restaurants will like prepare stuff a little sooner, but it's like it's massive things like potatoes. It's like yeah, make a ma homemade mashed potato. Yeah, you make the thing in fucking bulk. You don't waste forty minutes. Every time someone wants to order potatoes, just sit there and get it done. Like, no, you sit there and you make it in a bigger batch. And then if there's some left in early in the day and they just get restocked and stuff. But yeah, like uh, like McDonald's and stuff. I, I can't tell you a lot. Oh, I can't tell you the last time I had McDonald's. I It felt like a rock hit my stomach. Uh, burger King was a lot more recent. Um, Brittany wanted a buffalo chicken burger at uh, Burger King. And I had it. And let me tell you, my stomach fucking hated it. Uh, like, it wasn't... I didn't eat it going, I can't wait to go back. I ate and went, I'm dead. <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing this again. This this, this sucked. This this absolutely sucks. My uh, my brother, Jake, he uh my dad got him a egg an egg burrito at like Burger King or something. Uh, according to his words. Um he could not get the smell out of the house. Um he, my my brother Jake goes in the room and says, I think something died in me. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad's like what are you talking about it's like it, it was it was uh it was the uh 
egg mignon and he's like what the fuck are you talking about he even watching gordon ramsay so oh no he was like it's the eggs benedict it died inside me and my dad's like what are you talking about it's like it's the egg benedict <laughs> and my dad's trying to think like what is he talking Burger King. So yeah, it uh it was not great. My dad was like, no, nah, there's no way in hell we're doing that again. I'm like, nah, bro. When when you like when you're nah. what? I like making stuff on myself. Like I like making homemade pizzas mm-hmm. and stuff for Oh, it's it's there. it's great. Like, it, it's absolutely can, great. Literally, my parents will get whenever we want to make our own ta- have our own, own homemade tacos. My parents will just get like the stuff from like Walmart or something or any grocery store, and we can just put whatever we want in our own taco. Let's fold that shit up and then just go to town. My uh, my favorite thing to make homemade is uh, pizza. Um, it's it's like a it's a family it's a, it's like a family thing, and absolutely love making like homemade pizzas and stuff like that. Uh, don't do it anymore because not time and no family. Uh, so but like making pizzas and finding new healthier ways to make pizzas also like very fun to do. But um, like tonight, come down to the ingredients to willing yeah. to get spinach on there. Yeah. Uh, we it's mostly about that crust it's trying to find new ways to make the crust like we did a, a chicken crust we did a cauliflower crust uh the cauliflower crust didn't turn out too bad but yeah we've like we tried different ways to make better crusts that's more healthier for you so i can actually eat it on my diets and stuff like that tons of tons of fun like i said learning how to make new things plus um thinking about in the family because in the family i mean we're a big family um thing about making it when we we're all with the others like yeah good times and i'm like oh yeah i remember mom starting this at four o'clock why did i start this at 8 p.m at night <laughs> my mom started like four hours later and they're all done by eight o'clock i'm over here starting at eight o'clock going how long do you think it's gonna take <laughs> and then uh yeah <laughs> reality strikes real quick so Brittany is doing uh Brittany's doing like a burg or a hamburger mushroom soup tonight um, it's supposed to be a de-cleanser for your body since we've been eating shit while we're on the road. Uh, by the way, took my first road trip ever. Um, I drove my first road trip the whole way there and the whole way back. Um, I will easily say this. Don't, <laughs> uh, if you can help it, don't, don't drive down and then drive right back up. It's, it's terrible. You just sit and you wallow in your own filth. It was terrible. Like I'm over there. I used to stop to use the restroom. I'm like, holy hell. I hurt. I'm sore. I smell. Where did the smell come from? I don't know. Tacos? I haven't had tacos in years. Like, where is this coming from? I'm over there smelling fucking gordita crunches. I'm like, I didn't know that was still a thing at Taco Bell. Last time I checked, they moved it off the menu. I'm over here smelling like a goddamn Taco Bell. And yeah, no, it was it was crazy, dude. Never never doing that again. Other cars are lining up by your window. <laughs> <laughs> They're lining up outside the rest stop being like, the mobile Taco Bell's here! Grab the family! Let's go! <laughs> also, can I get the ball blast? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure they still have that in Walmart, because like, I got a 12-pack from there once a while. Yeah. Not that long ago. Dude, the new Popsicle uh, Prime actually pretty fucking good. Pretty. I still have the... To... I have to try that stuff, but I'm not freaking having that shit Amazon to my house. No, no, Walmart. They're like two bucks for a bottle. Uh, some places depends on where you're at inflation. Um, but uh, yeah, no. Uh, the the green one is like a lemonade, a lemon, a uh, lime. I love that. The reddest fruit punch, and that's those two are my favorites. But the popsicle, not bad. Uh, one day the background will be put together. This is like month two now, and. 
I said, yeah, I'm going to put everything together. I haven't been home. <laughs> I've been home, then I've been gone. I've been home, then I've been working. I've been home, and I've been busy. And it's like, yeah. How did you yeah. move the office from a different, from what looks like a different room to begin with? Uh, same room, just uh, different arrangements. I did it. I did it for two reasons. One, um, actually, I'll save the one reason for last because I think it's an important thing to talk about. But uh, the first reason was because of the mouse. Uh, there was a mouse in my house. And it was like, keep coming up. Right here was a lot of my uh, wall decoration stuff and things that would sit in behind where I couldn't see behind it. And I was like, it keeps running back there. So there's probably the hole back there where it came in at. So I'm going to go ahead and move everything so I can get it done. And uh, turns out, no, the hole was uh, underneath my sink. That's where I caught four of them so far. Um, so hopefully we cool. caught them all. Um, I made sure to keep them alive. I know that was a big thing on Twitter. People were like, hey, don't fucking kill it. And I didn't. Uh, I got. I spent $10 per mousetrap. They're safe. Uh, they won't hurt anyone. Um, so, yeah, we got those. The second reason I did it was uh, because uh, the one good way to stop yourself from getting depressed or uh, depression, especially when you're inside working all day, is to be able to have a window so you can get like the outside kind of feel or you can look outside and it definitely helps with like eye strain and things like that. It's when you're focused on a monitor, you can look outside, look at something further away and then it will help your eyes because you're focused on one thing and it can't readjust properly. So if you go ahead and look, it helps out a ton. Um, but yeah, it mostly helps because I'm inside all day and I have all the windows blocked up. So having it to where now I have a window that's not blocked up and I can actually like look outside it. It's a good little reminder that, you know, Hey, it keeps good track of sense of time, but it also helps, helps depression a little bit. And since I do suffer from mad depression and anxieties, it's very good to keep that level under control. And I'm, I'm a big supporter of like, you know, talk about your shit, you know, get it out in the open. But for me, I, I'm not a, I speak, but don't do. So I tell people like, if you got the problem, talk about it. And I don't talk about it. So me doing little acts like that is like a little thing being like, okay, I got like, I, I, I got this now. It helps, and it keeps me more uh, focused, keeps me more metal-headed, and also keeps me better on track. So if I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep working until the night falls. Night falls, time to eat dinner, go to bed. Night happens, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm turning off the computer, I'm walking out of the office. And it's like, I'll look over, see it's about to get hit nighttime, going, okay, turn off the computer and just walk out. It, it's so, time to feel so my better. circadian rhythm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> I don't know Circadian what that means. Rhythm, that's the thing that regulates your sleep cycle. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've lost that. <laughs> Brittany, Brittany's about to go to work. Uh, she's go. She's doing the night shift now. She's about to have to leave at like 8 p.m. and get up at 4 a.m. And I'm like, oh, cool. So I'm going to get up at 4 a.m. now. When you come home and be fully awake by the time you're going to bed. Fucking bet. Let's go. So it's like, yeah, it's one of those. I said it again. <laughs> Hey, I, I've I been went, keeping track. You've been spacing I, them out. It's fine. I, I went. A, I went a long time. Like ever since I think the last time I said it was. I think the last time I like really call it out. So yeah. Yeah. Not. To to. Since our. Uh, our what? Yep. Dude, I've been trying not to say, it, and then like I said, it and I immediately noticed. I went, oh, I fucking said. It. I was like, I went so long, and you're like, no, 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 you didn't, no, you didn't. Is, is there a counter if on it was the organic, screen right I just here? Like, okay, I'm just gonna. Who knows? <laughs> if, it was, if it was organic, I'd be like, all right, I'm just going to let it go. I'm just going to let it go. 
I may or may not have a bet counter in the uh, bottom <laughs> of the screen for this episode. Man, that'd be weird if it's just no. like right over here and it keeps changing every time I say that word. <laughs> if it's, well, if it's yeah. out of context, I'm not going to count it. Oh, okay. That's something that's completely just off topic bet. that I was just thinking about. Yeah, what's up? Um, we're, almost, we're just about done with ODST, but probably beat it when we get when we get played yeah. this Sunday. This, this Sunday. That'll be, the third game we've beaten on Legend- that'll be the third game we've beaten on Legendary. If the rest yeah. of the Halo series, even though I doubt it, thinking that it will be this or this easy, which, like I said, I doubt, especially in fucking Halo Reach and Halo One's case, and Four, fucking Promethean. Bastards. No, I, I think I think Halo One's gonna be the hardest, and I think the reason Halo One's gonna be the hardest is because that's uh that was very early on where they were trying to figure things out. It's gonna be Halo, Halo Four or Halo One and Halo Reach, and I think One is gonna be uh, honest. The hardest Especially one. that fucking library, like library mission. Yeah, no, I think that's where we're really gonna end up breaking in, going, damn, this is hard. Halo Reach—they give you so many abilities and so many like little cheats to get around things. I don't feel like it will be that hard, but I also beat it on solo legendary mode three times on Xbox 360, on Xbox One, and now on Xbox uh, Master Chief Collection. So, I oh look at you! I have freaking big dick energy. Yeah, baby. You small. You small little bitch. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> hey, all I'm saying is I Halo Reach is one of my favorite Halo games, so of course I'm gonna Thank you. If I'm gonna sit there and say I'm good at the game, it's because I'm fucking good at the game and I know how to play the game. I'm not gonna say I'm good at this game and then eat shit every time I play. It's it's like saying, Yeah, I play Pro Call of Duty and never can get more than ten kills or you can't keep a positive KD. It's like Are you good? No, good with bots. I never said I was good at Call of Duty, freaking. But I have always said that I was good at Halo. But it's not my fault that times I have to deal with freaking assholes. No, I, I feel you. There's always, there's always those games, but there's always like. I know they think Halo Five is going to be freaking piss ass easy, freaking. If what I, what I've heard about it is, especially since I love AI teammates. Yeah, I think Halo Five will be the easiest. Halo Four second. Um, yeah, Halo Three's already done though, so I think Halo Five Four. Reach and one is gonna be the order, so I think, and that'll be exciting to see because after this we're gonna be doing Halo Reach. Um, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna book any more Sundays until I can figure out exactly what my, uh, what my schedule is, what Brittany's schedule is, because now we're working on her new work schedule, working on my new work schedule. So trying to figure those out. Once I get a solid set schedule, I will try to replan things, reorganize things, and I think that's been throwing me off my track. I've been, I've been out of whack. Supposed to stream. Honestly, good luck. I don't know, like, I don't think I haven't been able to have, like, a solid set schedule for six years. Like, I just, I don't know what it is, but just, like, <laughs> life just changes so rapidly. And and yeah. it's just I, the this... the era of having, like, something consistent for the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years is just kind of gone by. I'd be lucky yeah. if I have, like, a consistent schedule that'll last six months or up to a year. And and I'm, And I've noticed that, like, you know, certain things that I hold out on because I'm waiting for that to happen are things that are just never going to get done. No, uh, I feel that. I just, I, I don't know if I don't, I have to have some sort of consistent schedule and usually like my workouts is where I can really keep that going because I'm like, I work out every 
uh, every morning before I have my coffee, I get an hour-long workout in. And it's like I work out, I get in shape, I do my things, and then I kind of go on a pattern. And then, like, after a certain point from this time to this time, anything happens, I don't give a fuck. But I, like, I get those patterns. Like, versus these last few weeks trying to save up for my trip and then save up for other things and then get bills back on track and everything else, I'm just like, there's just no sense of time, no sense of direction, no sense of scheduling. And it's been throwing me through, like, this weird... Uh, I talked to you before the podcast, but like this weird burnout feeling where it's like, I'm not burnt out. I don't feel like I'm burnt out. I'm more creative as ever. I'm more uh, ambitious than ever, but I like feel like I'm getting that burnout and it's, it's so strange, but it's just because I don't have that, that common things that I could do. Like even once a week doing the podcast, like last week, me canceling, I just went, what the fuck am I doing? I, I canceled this. I canceled my stream. I canceled my podcast. Like I, I canceled like everything. <laughs> and it's like, it, it was such a weird like uh, experience, but those are some of the things that I, I have to sit there and fight with just as a person uh, to figure out. But luckily though, I do have like center points. Like at least if it was a situation where it's like, Hey, I might, I might have to cancel this today, but next week I know we're on track. And as like having to cancel the Halo stuff, I'm like, fuck. And then today I was this close to canceling. I'm like, no, get myself back on track. Let's start getting everything done up right. Let's find a new routine, find a new schedule, get things rolling. Let's talk about Resident Evil, talk about Joseph's new stuff. Let's talk about Charles' sex life. How's that going? <laughs> on the spot. Come on. <laughs> Tell us. Juicy secrets. What size condom? Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> hey, you know what? Talk about Jesus Christ. How do we find out where we can find uh, Charles? Everybody, uh, where can we find you, Jesus? <laughs> you can find me at my YouTube channel, Studio Lone Wolf, which is where I've been posting a lot of Halo shit the last few days. Mm -hmm. I have at the edge to play Halo again, and I wasn't playing Halo Infinite. Which hopefully by the time I do get, by the time I do finally release the co-op campaign for Halo Infinite, we will have hopefully beaten every other Halo game on Legendary. I, I think I think we would definitely be there at that time because we're blowing through them. So yeah, I think we. Only ones that's probably going to take the longest is Halo four, One and Four because one because library, and five I mean four because of the fucking Prometheans. Is that a pain in the ass to kill in four? Five not so much. I mean, I guess, I guess we'll see. Currently, right now, uh, by by the way, anyone that was curious, um, this death counter has been more consistent than any other time we played Halo. I died forty-two times. Charles died fifty-five times. It's actually relatively close versus last time. At this point in time, I've died twenty-six and he's died seventy-two. So. Compared to like last Okay, okay, okay. Hold up, hold up, little bitch. Why moan about everything? Let me tell you this, okay? I was I was out there on the front lines this time. Last time I was out there on the front lines, you were like, oh, they always have fucking beacons for me. They always have. Guess what? I was out there on the front lines. I still have less deaths than you this time. I was out there on the front lines. I was serving my country proud. Okay? We we were. We were the one getting shot by freaking jackal snipers. Well, no, because I, I immediately see the fucking light, and because of my Call of Duty skills, I go, huh, no, I'm not going to go out there, and you're just going, oh, oh, grenade, <laughs> so it's a totally different experience for both of us, um, but yeah, see, you Lone Wolf on YouTube, uh, go ahead, his link will be in the description, Joseph, where can people find you? Uh, they can go to giantenemycompany.com, they'll see uh, information about what I've been up to lately, and links to some stuff that I do. So yeah, head on over there. Thank you very much.
And if you want to find me at Skullhunter Games, anywhere you search oh me up, God, you yeah. can even Google search me and you will find me. It's creepy, but it's true. And if you want to find this podcast, go to Skullhunter Podcast. Anywhere you search this up on audio land, on video land, you will find us. Don't search us up on Twitch because it's not us. Uh, but you can search us up anywhere else and you can find the video or audio version of this podcast. Wherever you want to find it, we are there. Trust me. We're actually on Spotify. You guys have been getting us tons of support on YouTube. Uh, we love seeing that like button hit. Please make sure to continue doing that. And thank you, last but not least, for our sponsor, Anchor. Even though you question our decisions, we understand. <laughs> thank you guys for your continuing sponsorship. Uh, if you want to get started on your podcast today, I highly recommend mm. using Anchor. It's an all-in-one platform you need to start your podcast from zero to one. You get your first few listeners in the first few days because their distribution is very good. Uh, it's, a, it's a grind, but you know what? You have to start somewhere. So why don't you start with a number one platform powered by Spotify. Go to anchor.fm or download the Anchor app today. Uh, thank you, Anchor, for sponsoring the podcast. Guys, another successful podcast. We did it. We did Bless. it. Charles, go ahead and scream us out. Until then, goodbye, everybody. Please scream us out. Is that really ah! a gun plugged into another gun? What? Because <laughs> I see another trigger. It's a two piece, like your sex life. 